Welcome back, boys. You're listening to the Fantasy Pack Podcast. Jake, what's up, homie? Not much, man. I mean, last night provided a great national championship battle. Kansas beating UNC, but uh, it's a great start to the week. Yeah, bro. It was a very good game. Um, in other news, I'm very excited for the MLB to start on Thursday. Yep. The Masters is happening on Thursday. This is going to be a good week for sports. The only thing it's missing is some quality NFL content. You know, combines kind of... I mean, we're here for that. But people you've got to, you. People come to the you. fantasy pack for that NFL content that they're well, just we do, thirsty we do for. Got the, we do got the draft at the end of the month, too. So it's... That's right. That's right. Very excited for that. What's your... Not to put you on the spot, but you got any... You got any insider information on who you think's going where right away? In the draft? I mean, well, from the looks of it, it's looking like Hutchinson's going one, and then the betting favorite to go number two just went um, minus money with Malik Willis now being the pretty clear favorite to looking like he's going two. But uh, that's so you know, after that, it's there's a lot that could happen. So you know, there's still still about four weeks to go. All right, all right. If you guys, uh, if you guys are a little, if you guys can hear my voice is a little raspy, it's been kind of a, kind of an exciting weekend for myself. Jacob and I finally got to see each other for the first time in about a month and a half. We're able That's to, true. able to get down. Um, all right, other than that, let's get into some news and notes, huh? Uh, Eagles trade picks sixteen and nineteen to the Saints, and Saints get pick eighteen and a first next year. Um. What do, what do you got? What do you got to say here? Um, I mean, fantasy wise, I don't really think it has to do much. I think it's interesting that they move up like or move the Eagles. That is just like kind of move back two spots and then move move up. Saints move up two spots, but uh, nonetheless, I don't think it's gonna be a fantasy impacted move. I think if anything, the guy that I really think is gonna go to the Chargers is Jordan Davis out of uh, Georgia, and I don't see the Saints taking that as their first need. So, you know, I think it was just part of the trade and how it worked. You know, it's, oh, we're going to give you this. You, we think this is back in re- fair back in return. And, I mean, for the Eagles, you're setting yourself up well. You get one this year, then you get another one the next year instead of the two this year. And there's a shot that that one next year is better than 16 and 19 combined. So Definitely. I think that's what they want. And there is an outside shot that, like, Next year is supposed to be QB loaded, and they might want to defer a couple of their picks in case they don't okay. like Hurts. And then you have two firsts and two seconds next year. Maybe move up and make a move for Young or uh, Stroud. But uh, you know, a lot to go, obviously yet. So oh, for sure. I mean, marks. it's all speculative. It's all picks. Um, when Jake threw out the Chargers, he's talking about how the Saints um, moved ahead of the Chargers with this trade. Yeah, um, it's yeah. kind of an interesting play. I mean, for sure. Um, yeah, nothing other than that. It's all speculative. We'll see what happens with them in the draft. In other news, Gronk apparently is 50-50 on returning. I think that everybody thought that since Tommy's back, everybody's like, well, okay, Gronk's back. This is lit, but not so fast. The thing that I'm starting to think about right away is who's the next man up in Tampa Bay if Gronk can't be can't be there or, or doesn't want to be there for another year? Yeah, I'm not exactly sure the situation. Whether I'm, I'm as far as I'm aware, did OJ Howard sign anywhere? I mean, I, I let's give OJ Howard a quick. Let's see. Google I'm checking it out here. right now. Luke Stocker, old Atlanta Falcons tight end. If anybody can remember that, OJ Howard is no longer under contract. He's on the Bills. 
There you go. So, so th- this is looking like possibly if Gronk can't be, if Gronk doesn't want to be there, maybe look at the Buccaneers to go at a tight end in the draft. Yeah, I mean, it worked late last year, and that was even with O.J. Howard kind of starting the year and or coming back, I guess. And, you know, Gronk, he caught a lot of touchdowns. Obviously, him and Brady have a better connection than Brady and Luke Stocker do. But, for sure, I mean, anything can happen, especially with Godwin probably missing most of the fantasy season. You know, maybe he's a, a strike you take late if you're looking for a tight end two upside. So, you, I just – I want to circle back around to that one with Godwin. I actually – is he supposed to even miss any time? I don't Didn't think there's ACL in the playoffs. Oh man, I I did not think it was in the playoffs. It was in week 15. I think that he's he's supposed to be good to go. Really? Cuz I mean, was Bakhtiari was his ACL too and he ended up missing like the majority of the year and never I mean, offensive lineman very different. He's also right. older, but Right. Uh I but mean, you, I guess... he probably my guess is pop list and he'll be back around week 7. That's my initial guess. Okay. Okay, that's something to monitor because originally I just I've kind of had it in my head that God would be good to go week one. I mean, if anybody's been thinking the same boat as me, I guess that's kind of a red flag to throw up. Um, I'm happy that we covered that because I've been thinking about him as a starter week one. I have him on my dynasty team. Uh, that's that's definitely interesting. If Godwin misses the first eight weeks of the season, I wonder where people are going to be drafting Russell Gage. That's definitely going to be something that I'm going to be interested in. If he's really, really, I mean, think about it. We got Mike Evans, and then after that, we have Scotty Miller, who's practically a field stretcher. And Russell Gage has been a guy that's been very heavily targeted by Matt Ryan in the past. I could see him as a not necessarily anything crazy like Godwin level, but a wide receiver, a low end wide receiver, too, on certain weeks when they have good matchups. He could be somebody that you want to plug in and have he he could help you in your first eight weeks if. Godwin's going to miss the first six weeks. I w- I'm in- interested in where he's going to be going because, I mean, you know, I like to I like to take some shots at guys hold on, that – Hold on, hold on, If anybody – well, nobody knows because we haven't met you yet. We'd love to meet you. DM us on Instagram, comment on our posts. But this guy, Jake, here is kind of a madman. Um, if somebody's suspended for the first four weeks and seem to have a round value, somebody's injured for the first eight weeks, Jake's going to be drafting him. And it's just kind of a joke around all of our leagues now. Like, if somebody's suspended or injured, you know what team he's going to be on before the draft even happens. So I wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, I, I do like the value. Like, because, I mean, say you're going into week six, you know, you're, you're 500 or you're a little over 500. And then, oh, wow, you get a wide receiver one upside, like a probably a solid wide receiver two inserting your lineup with Chris Godwin. Like, that's such a boost for your team. And it's like – you just gotta know going into the draft that like you gotta think like okay you know I'm I'm gonna be good I'm gonna be sitting in playoffs around that time he's coming back and I mean it sucks last year because I planned I would have Michael Thomas back around that time and then I traded a wide receiver away and you know he didn't come back so it did it can bite you in the butt but I mean I, I you play to win and you don't play to not win so it's right. just the risk you gotta take yeah I mean. I understand. I definitely understand. And it makes teams look very, very scary and good down the playoffs. Like, like some of the teams that you've had have been really, really like looking good. But the thing that I've always struggled with, with that strategy is you really can't ever count on them to return to like their form until you really see it after the injury. 
Yeah. Like over the last yeah. couple of years, I've kind of been somebody who's just faded everybody who's had injuries coming into the season. Uh, it's definitely two ways to look at it. If you guys, we're going to put out a poll on Instagram about this one, actually. Let's I'm do not that. Gonna, I'm I, not going to like hope players get suspended. And I'm not saying no, no, I encourage no, suspension no, 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 actions, but like that. a suspension is more appealing in terms of this strategy than an injury because sure. you know exactly when they're going to be back and odds are they're going to be healthy because they're not playing. For sure. So for sure, just, just I, throwing it out there. Oh, yeah. I would like to – I think we're going to put out a poll on here. Do you guys tend to look for value like that in drafts, or do you guys just fade people who are suspended and injured? All right. We talked about this last week. Marlon Mack does – both of me care about this on our Who Cares segment. I, yes, yes. I think that this is very interesting. I This is not somebody that you're going to have to draft in your, the first four or five rounds, but he's somebody that could return value that you could be plugging into your flex weekly that is giving you 10 to 15 fantasy points in a half PPR format. I don't know if he's going to give you very much reception value, but I definitely can see 12 to 18 opportunities a week for this guy. And I know that it's the Texans, so that's why people aren't going to be drafting him highly, but I could definitely see a lot of value with Marlon Mack. I agree. There's one thing coming up on the NFL draft, obviously, that – Texans could add some talent, but I mean, as of right now, he has a pretty clear path to playing time. And like you were saying, I think he, he's kind of goes around where we saw Mike Davis go last year. I think he goes a little ahead because the Texans are in a little better situation and Marlon Max younger and he's better than Mike Davis. Right. But like, if you're looking at that value, I mean, a lot of people were high on Mike Davis going into the year. I personally was not, but I, I mean, it made sense. Like I, a little two couple of rounds later and I would have been interested, but if I can get him at that range that he was going at last year, he might be one of my flex options going into the year that I like to have. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you just want to just think about who the Texans also play against every single year, man, where are they? I'm looking at what division do they play in? It's the I'm Jaguars, just... the Colts and the Titans, I believe. Oh, man. Why can't I? I legit, I'm looking at it. Okay, screw it. doesn't matter. I just know that they're in a softer division defensively. And, like, the thing that was so unappealing to me about Mike Davis, this is the point I was trying to make. My bad, guys. The the thing that I was, like, so unappealing to me with Mike Davis, they played against the Panthers, who were gauntlet defensively, the Buccaneers, who allowed no rushing offense, and the Saints, who... Arguably, Another good defense. That's, that's three arguably top five rushing defenses that you have to play six times a year. And like with the Texans, even though I can't even find where they, where they it, play. It is the AFC South. It's, it's the Texans, Houston, Jaguars, and Colts. Okay, But like the Colts point. got a good round defense. But like those, the Colts always play close games. So you're going to get reps throughout the whole game. Yeah. Titans, not a good round defense. And they like to run the ball too. Yep. Jaguars – it's going to be a high-scoring game, but you're going to run the ball a lot because they have a crappy run defense. And if you're up on them, you're going to run the ball, which you have a shot to be up on them. Like, that's six games a year where you're either playing a weak defense or a game that you're going to have positive game script. That's six matchups that you're probably going to start them. When you're looking at it in ESPN, it's going to have a little green next to the rankings instead of a red. <laughs> it's going to make you feel a little bit better. Give you some confidence to play him. I don't know. He's – I. I, I'm happy that we're both on the same boat with Marlon Mack. He's got some sneaky upside. He's been a very good rusher in the past. 
I think I think that this could be a value play here. What are your, so what are your thoughts? What were you gonna say? What were you gonna say? I was just gonna ask you, like, where right now, if you had to, we can play our little game where we pull up. Okay, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Yeah, and we try to find where we would put him if, like, we were drafting him today. Because, man, I love this game. The the game the range I'm thinking I'm gonna have him in is around like, probably a little below ETN is what I'm thinking. Okay, you want to start with me? You want to start with me at 15? We're gonna we're using Fantasy Pro's rankings. So these are not our rankings. The day that we can say we're using our own rankings is just going to be lit. It, it will happen because we'll have our, our oh, yeah. draft rankings, and then we'll the just rankings should be out. Right down on them. The rankings should. Are you be going out, standard like, or first. PPR here? Uh, give, me, give me half. Give me half. All right, we're going half PPR. I don't think this this includes. This is the consensus rankings, correct? Yeah. Back. Okay. Yep. We are here, so I'm going to start you at ten. Alvin Kamara. Camaro. DeAndre Swift, Antonio Swift. Gibson, Leonard Fournette, Cam Akers. Keep going. Dave Montgomery, Aaron Jones, Saquon Barkley, James Conner, Ezekiel Elliott, Elijah Mitchell, Josh okay, I want you to stop. I want you to stop. I, right. don't, I don't think that he's in the same tier as those guys. I think that those guys are higher ceilings. I agree. Um, I think that week to week their floor will probably be higher. The Texans are not going to probably be a very good offense. I yeah. think that they could surprise us, but I don't think that they're going to be – Anywhere cl- towards a playoff, you know, t- they're not a playoff team. Um, that is interesting, though. That that tier does end with ETN, and I said somewhere after ETN. And I'm looking at this tier, and, like, this is the tier I- I'm going to place him in. Like, I think that I'll be going – I'll be putting him probably ahead of – you know what? I think I agree with you. That's kind of funny. I'll, I think that Rashad Penny is way too low. They have Rashad Penny at 30. Well, that's uh, – Yeah, look at number 37. That way off topic. Way too low. Holy crap. 37. Okay. That's insane, guys. We're getting way too off topic here. But yeah, He's draft today. I hope you're picking the 36. You can take <laughs> those Yeah, no kidding. I kind of uh, – I, I agree with you. C-E-H? Yes. Let's touch on C-E-H. Let's touch on C-E-H a little bit. I know that we're kind of ping-ponging around, but um, yeah. Ronald Jones just signed with – Kansas City. What what does this do to Clyde's Clyde's value? I, I, I you won't see him on any of my rosters this year. Personally, I think that this kind of it's really weird how I'm thinking about it. But it's still mechanic too. They did not re-sign Damian Williams. I think that this means that there's going to be more reception value for Ceh. The rushing totals are going to be down. The rushing totals haven't been there though. I think that. There's a slight possibility that we see a better fantasy output from Clyde Edwards Lair, but it is looking bleak right now. Yeah, you're gonna need him to play a pretty heavy reception role to be relevant. For sure. He's um, never been the goal line back. And people thought he was going in because he was good on and he was good from goal to goal at LSU, but Kansas City's never used him goal to goal, so definitely can't really rely on that, but yeah. Okay, so it's not looking a- good. Just to get back to it, I I agree with you. I think that we're going to probably be putting – if I had to draft today, I'd probably be putting um, Marlon Mack over Travis Etienne. I don't really like Travis Etienne yeah. this year personally, but I agree with you. That 25 to 30 spot, I I like that. I like that a lot. I'm looking through it. I, I, I agree with the top 26 ahead of him, and then I like Tony Pollard ahead of him. I like Stevenson. Gordon, Robinson, Cordero. So that's five. I'm putting him okay. 32. 
Okay. Okay. Beautiful. What is your what's your dynasty value on him? He's twenty six. I mean, this is normally when the running backs tend to slow down, but he hasn't really had any wear and tear on him. So this is the thing. He's gonna be in most people's dynasty like redrafts. He's gonna be in most people's dynasty drafts because I'm gonna guess he's probably not rostered right now for most people. Right. So I mean if like what round are you taking him in? If he's in there with the rookies, like you know, it's all about. I think that with stuff. rookies, like, like everybody gets so excited about the rookies because there's, there's endless possibilities with these guys. You can write narratives about people, and nobody can say you're wrong because we just haven't seen them play at the NFL level. However, I think that, I think that a middle of the third would be really? good. Mac. You do you you think he's higher? Um, I, I think that I think that for a, a building a building dynasty team, if you're rebuilding, if you're bottom three in the league, and if you don't see yourself contending, and you have the first pick in the third round, probably not going to take Marlon Mack. No, but if, you're, if yeah. you're a contending team, you really have been struggling with your flex, and you need somebody who could get you ten to fifteen fantasy points a game for you to have that di- that difference. I think that you might be taking them late second. It's just all about what you need. But that's why that's why I say early third, middle of the third, because I don't really know how many people are going to be jumping at Marlon Mack because he is 26. However, I do think that he will outperform his value if people are taking him in the middle of the third. This year. Uh, look, looking at actually how deep, like even the running back position is, like they have James Cook going 20. Obviously, it all depends on like where they go. But like James Cook 24, there's some some potential there. Damien Pierce around the same range, and then they got. Clear secure going around the same range. And then they have all the way down there, Devontae Pierce at 44. Like, if you're a rebuilding team and you're picking the third round, you're taking all those guys over Marlon Mack. So, I, okay. I agree mid to late. I feel like I feel like mid third round because there's some teams that are thinking they're going to contend and they're like, you know what? If I can get Marlon Mack, I might be playing him and that puts me in a better spot. So, I think sure. if I was one of those type of teams and I'm looking to contend, I think that's a target I would have on my eyes. Depending on the landing spot, though, I do kind of just want to point out James Cook. I know that it's somewhat of a band, bandwagon pick, but he is Dalvin's brother. Like, if if James if James Cook finds a, finds a nice landing spot, I I might be a little excited about about James Cook. But we'll see. You did. I don't think there's. Did. I don't think there's ever been like two running backs that have been brothers in the league before. So that's an interesting comparison. Yeah, that's that's pretty. There's Rondé and Tiki. Right, and then you think there's the Diggs brothers, but like one's offense, one's defense. Same with the, sure. other, the other brothers, but it's just interesting because normally they, you know, they play different positions. But I think it's cool. Should be interesting yeah, to follow. I, I think it's cool too. We we'll see we'll see where everybody goes at the end Definitely. of April, but, but that's something that's something that I'm gonna have my eye on because I don't know. I just I really like Dalvin, and I would really like to see his brother succeed too. All right, on to oh, this is a fun one. I like Antonio Antonio Brown refuses to get surgery until he's signed. Um, if I'm an NFL team, I'm not really messing with this anymore. Antonio Brown has consistently shown us that he's not a grown up. He doesn't really handle anything like like I feel like a professional should. However, he is extremely talented, so there are people looking at him. I do I do also want to point out I I think that he probably is struggling with things, so I'm not just trying to. I'm not just trying to say that I don't respect him at all as an individual, but he's definitely got some problems. And if I'm an NFL team, I'm not 
not really going to look at this. What, what's your thoughts on this? So I'm going to give you my thoughts. I'm going to ask you a question. My thoughts are I hope he finds a team. He's a great talent. I love watching him. Definitely. He was super fun to watch in the Steelers when he was younger. And, I mean, he's been fun to watch. But I mean, last year he was, he was great to watch for the first four weeks. I had him yeah. on my fantasy team. He was Definitely. a my guy for me. And he – week one, he just catches a 60-yard bomb from Tom Brady. And you're like, wow, I got this guy in the seventh round. I'm going to win my league. Mm-hmm. It's just so – it's so hard watching it year in and year out. It's been like almost the last three, four years now that you just can't, can't count on this guy six mm-hmm. weeks from now. He's just getting hard to defend. Like it's getting, it's getting hard for me to keep like going to bat for this guy. You know, when you're talking about him and have my parents or whoever you're talking about, like, ah, Antonio clown or whatever. And it's like, you know, <laughs> I, I'm kind of rooting for this guy to do good. And it's, it's getting for hard sure. to, you know, keep doing that. But my question for you is, um, if he's same thing with Marlon Mack, if he's in your fantasy redraft in Dynasty, are you taking a stab at him or not? Um, this one's hard, and this is actually kind of funny because this year I actually do That's I still I'm have asking, yeah. do I still have AB? I don't. Or did I'm I drop? Sure you dropped him, yeah. Because I dropped Marlon Mack and AB. Oh, <laughs> and I like oh. both of them. Well, yeah, they're um, both. Probably would return value if for sure. I mean, Mac already did, but <laughs> okay. Antonio Brown, it all depends on landing spot. If he can actually find a spot before our dynasty drafts, which is in August, yeah. I mean, he's gonna be so. Let's have, let's have two scenarios. Okay, where are you taking him if he's not on a team? No rumors around him, or are you nowhere? Taking him? Okay, nowhere. and then if he's on, if he's on a top 10 passing offense. He should go in the second round, in my opinion. Second round? Because yep. he's like – he's a wide receiver, and he still has got, like, years left in him. And I don't, if you're getting I don't him, he's a lot more surefire. Like. I don't think that the talent has ever left Antonio Brown. I still think that he's probably a top 15 wide receiver in the game. He's shown that he is insane. Uh, like, not – no, I don't mean, like, mentally. I mean, like, he's an insane player. He's a this, great, great athlete, yes. Very good player. I – I don't know. Yeah, I'd probably be taking him in a second, and then I'd be dropping him at the end of the year after he runs off the field. But I'd love it for those first six weeks, and I would probably do it. It all depends on where he goes, though. If he goes to the – uh, let's think about a landing spot here. That'd be fun. Um, If he goes to the Packers, oh. where does He did. He, he, he went there on uh, <laughs> April on Fool's. He went there, yeah. He did go there. Let's say he goes to the Packers. I think that he's – his he I'm probably taking him the sixth seventh round in redraft. I'm probably taking him the second round in dynasty. I would yeah I would take him. I got pick ten in dynasty. I would take him with pick ten if he goes to the Packers. For sure, not a doubt in my mind. Pick ten, huh? Yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. That's that. Well, that's your hot take for the day. I guess so. I I mean, <laughs> once we get closer to it, I'll be bringing up trade ideas for pick ten on the podcast. So okay, you guys will hear plenty about that. Um coming up but uh speaking of coming up we do have a super flex mock draft coming yes up. sir and i'm one and oh on the year i beat you in that last one and we all I know, know about that <laughs> cordero resigned my, my team looks a lot better today than it did when i drafted it but oh yeah you're right actually but i mean i got javante so i also took Leonard fournette too that was like a Six that's round like, pick, and that's like a yeah, for sure. For next, sure. the next week, I told said you guys he's going number one. So uh, we did the Google random number generator. 
I'm picking out of the 10 spot. This is a 12-team draft. Nolan's picking out of the 4 spot. Yes, sir. Um, we use Sleeper for this. Sleeper is a great app for the mock drafts. You can do them with friends, do them with random people. And, you know, it helps you when you get down to it and you're looking at, you know, oh, I want to see where other people kind of take this guy. And then you realize a lot of people are over overrating him and his ADP is just going to keep skyrocketing. Then you realize, hey, I got to make a move and get up before these picks so then this guy can be mine. You know, that's kind of what I like to use it for um, when it gets down to draft. But it's also fun when you're drafting – before the NFL draft, which is what we're going to do right now, so I just want to point down out, to it. We're not we're not sponsored by them or anything, but no, we, that's from the hearts. I like. Yeah, we hearts, just yeah. we just switched our dynasty league over from a different format to sleeper, and it's just so lit because you can trade picks in the app. It makes everything so easy for dynasty. If you don't, if you do have a dynasty league and it's not in sleeper, I just think you should look at it because it's actually really cool. Um, and yeah, that's coming good. from like the LM and it's, yeah, it's a lot, a lot easier. So Factor. I would look at it, consider that normally last year they offered a little promotion to switch over before the season. We just beat them to it this year, but maybe wait for that. The free league going with some money, you know? All right. Okay. Um, Superflex draft. Superflex, baby. Two quarterbacks, two running backs, two receivers, two flexes, tight end. I did no defenses, no kickers this time. It's good time. time last time. It's good time. It's good time. You ready to get this thing on the road? Yeah, I, I I think so. All right, start the draft. I want you to guess who I'm taking. By the way, I'll let you know who's there. Um, you'll be taking Joe Burrow because he was your third rank. I'll be taking Joe buddy. Burrow with my fourth overall pick. First, you'd pick like is to Jonathan Taylor, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and then I take the best player on the board, Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Dalvin Cook with the second. Running back off the board, kind of interesting. I would have probably not gone Dalvin very early at all in the dynasty, but we are playing against the computer. And then Dak nine, Jake, you're on the board. Um, so this leaves me last year's RB two. I think getting a top RB in Superflex is kind of underrated because I've I've had success streaming QBs in these type of leagues, so I know I, I'll be able to get. I'm going to grab a QB at some point, but. I don't. I just don't think now's the time. You know, just win a run of what two running backs drafted, so seven QBs gone in the first nine picks. I'm gonna be going Austin Eckler of the Chargers here. Okay, interesting, interesting. Oh man, Cooper Cup followed, and then Derrick Henry, Najee Harris, Travis Kelsey. Oh, that leaves. I was kind of hoping to get either Najee or Cup here at the turn. Did not <laughs> work out for me. Um, I, I mean. I want to. If I'm going to be get, honest, I would have. I, I don't know. I'll just let you think about it. I, I there's so much I'm thinking about with superflex. We haven't done a superflex dynasty. We've done superflex leagues, but my mind is just turning right now. This is this is. This pretty, is not a dynasty, pretty, by the way. This is just a redraft. Oh, superflex. Sorry, I thought. Okay, this is redraft superflex. Everybody, I could have. Yes. Never mind. I mean, I mean, no, okay. I'm chill with that too. I'm excited. Perfect. Thank you for telling me that. I was going to start taking the young guys. So if I want a quarterback here, there's Stafford, Rodgers, Wilson, or Hurts. But I'm looking at the guy below Hurts who's ranked as, as Christian McCaffrey. And if, if you got Eckler and McCaffrey, and then you can get two solid quarterbacks later, which I know I will, it's going to be hard for me not to like this team. So I'm going to take McCaffrey. Okay. After McCaffrey, we go Jamar, Devontae, JJ, Tyreek, Kamara. Man, a run of Nolan QBs. 
They left him for you. Very interesting. I'm not going to take a quarterback here. One of them's falling to me. I got a feeling. Yeah, I mean. One of those. Definitely. I mean, there's a run of none of them right now. I was really hoping to get Justin Jefferson or Jamar. Obviously, it doesn't happen. Oh, this is really tough. I'm right now, personally, I'm between Debo. I'm between CD. And I think Debo is pretty underrated right now. I think he's like very wide receiver, top 10 wide receiver the last two years, and he's being drafted as like the wide receiver seven, and not much has changed. Right. I think that's um, a, I know, mean, besides, besides quarterback, but it is Jimmy G. But they get him the ball non passing, so I don't true. think it's oh, yeah. worry. That's true. Um, uh, it's between those two and it's and and Joe Mixon. I really, really Joe like Joe Mixon, nice. but I do have Joe Burrow. I don't really want them cannibalizing each other. Uh, I think, I think I'm gonna go Debo here. No, I'm going CD because I love CD. All right, we're going CD. Then Nick CD Jones, Lamb, Joe Mixon, Aaron Rodgers, Mark Andrews, Debo goes, AJ yeah. Brown, man. Those quarterbacks are getting back to me. One, one of them will. Oh, they are. I. Hmm. This one's tough too. It's just I don't really know if I'm gonna like picking out of the four spot at all in any drafts this year. It's just kind of an awkward spot to be because you can't really count on anybody coming back to you. It's just like it's just kind of hard. You got to pick your guy. Yeah. Never. This one's tough. Uh, do we? Let's look at the tight ends here. We got Kittle. Kills the only one I'd look at, but I'm not going to go with that. Not Pitts. Pitts is still there. Pitts is there. I'm going to be honest. I'm not really loving Pitts as much as I was three weeks Fair. ago now that Matt Ryan's gone. That's true. Trey Lance with that rushing upside. Jalen Hurts with a rushing upside. Uh, mm. This one's so hard. I'm going to go – I'm going to go Stephon Diggs here. And I'm, I'm good with that. I like Stephon Diggs. I think he's very undervalued this year after not really catching many touchdowns. I, I, Stephon Diggs, great route runner. Josh Allen's a great quarterback. I think last year was just an off year, and he was still top twelve wide receiver. Uh, after that, we go DeAndre Swift, George Kittle, Javante Williams, Jalen Hurts, Saquon Barkley, and you got your choice at a bunch of quarterbacks, Jacob. Yeah, I know. I'm. I've been a huge Trey Lance advocate, but. He doesn't have a starting job, and his him playing is is not for sure. Obviously, before the season, we're gonna know. If I knew he was gonna play the whole season, I would take him right here. Okay, but I I don't. And it, for that, it's between Matt Stafford and Russell Wilson, and I I'm gonna go with the safer pick here. Definitely, I'm gonna go Matt Stafford. I just, I'm a little worried Russell Wilson's not gonna live up to expectations in Denver. And you, you know what you're getting with Stafford. You saw that offense last year. They get Allen Robinson now. They get Cam Akers back. Returning everybody but their old left tackle, Andrew Whitworth. Like, you know what you're getting. And I, I need a quarterback here. I don't have one yet. So, I'm going Matt Stafford. I know it's your pick, but I just want to kind of debate you on this one. I think that Russell Wilson, oh, and he goes right before Dude, you. I, I would have taken him right there if he wouldn't have came back to me. Antonio Gibson, Cam Akers, DK Metcalf, Russell Wilson. I just want to while while you think about your pick here, I just want to talk about how I think that Russell Wilson is definitely undervalued still, in my opinion. We've got Nathaniel Hackett, who's going to be the head coach, who was Aaron Rodgers' offensive coordinator. I think that Russell Wilson's going to be able to do whatever he wants. I think that this is going to be 
a very – I think that this is going to be a 55-45 pass offense because Russ has been asking to cook for forever. And Nathaniel Hackett said, and I quote, we're going to let Russ do whatever he wants. Russ is a natural-born leader, so he's obviously going to run the ball a good amount. But I definitely think that this is going to be a really good year for Russ. I think he could be a top-eight quarterback. And with Matt Stafford, you're kind of getting a floor play. He was, what was he, quarterback 10, quarterback 11 last year. And like you said, not much has changed. I definitely think that they're a great team. But I think that they're a great team. I don't think it's because Stafford's going to be slinging it. I think it's just because they're a very good team. Fair. That's fair. But I was just going safer. You know, I took risk with McCaffrey. Oh, yeah. I, 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 you know what you're getting in Stafford. I think it's a good pick. I just think that Russ is a little bit better this year, in my opinion. Well, I'm going to go with another another safe pick. You know what you're getting with this guy. You're getting 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns. You get, I'm going Mike Evans here. The only other guy <laughs> I was considering was um, Kyle Pitts. Okay. But – there's a lot of good tight ends later, and I'm not. A, oh, I've never been a huge guy advocating for going up and getting a tight end, but Kelpitz could be worth it this year. But I felt like Mike Evans. I needed a wide receiver, so that's why I did that there. And after me went Mike Evans, Zeke Elliott, Keenan Allen, Kyle Pitts, Aaron Jones, and our first rookie after Aaron Jones goes Brees Hall. Very okay. interesting. Yeah. Obviously, we don't okay. know the landing spot yet, but Nolan, you're on the clock. Okay, so. This is I'm gonna kind of I'm gonna just assume that Trey Lance is the man here. His rushing upside is insane. Yeah, I, he would have been. If I knew he was the man, he would have been gone at the three ten. So you're gonna sure. value. This is great value. He's the man here. I I lock on my two quarterback positions. It's gonna be Joe Burrow. It's gonna be Trey Lance. And I'm definitely normally a very heavy running back type guy, and I don't even have one yet. It's the fifth round. It feels so weird. We go David Montgomery. DeAndre Hopkins, Jalen Waddle, Josh Jacobs, Amari Cooper, and Darren Waddle with the 5.3. Ooh, I got to take a running back. And uh, I'm going to take Leonard Fournette. I'm happy with that one. Oh, wow. Leonard Fournette with with the 5.4. You know, you you and me are going to just inflate his ADP in our His ADP will go up before (laughs) every single draft. That's a given. It's he's not going to be there very often. Yeah, he's not going to. He's not going past the third round ever. And if he does get me in your league, then he won't. All right, <laughs> Leonard Fournette, Terry McLaurin, Deontay Johnson, T. Higgins, J.K. Dobbins, and Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard's a little bit of a head scratcher. Right. Yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of that one. But uh, after you make guess, this pick, after you make this pick, let me see what your team looking like. I don't, I don't like picking here. I would trade out of here. There's a lot of quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, Justin Fields, Ryan Tannehill. That's what I'm projected. Okay. Um, okay. I, I see, it seems like I missed out on a lot of the other good um, running backs. There's a little teardrop off here, so I, I'm going to wait till my next pick and six picks for that. With that being said, DJ Moore's here, and if – I've never been a huge DJ Moore fan, but he puts up numbers. Another safe pick. I'm going to take my shots later. I'm going to go DJ Moore here. Okay. Okay, I like that. DJ Moore, Traylon Burks, Kirk Cousins, Elijah Mitchell, Damian Harris. Jake, what's your team? I have Eckler, McCaffrey, Stafford, Evans, and Moore. Beautiful. Beautiful. Compared to your Joe Burrow, Trey Lance, CeeDee Lamb, Stephon Diggs, and Leonard Fournette. I mean, my team's stacked. It is what it is. Leonard Fournette really adds to it, but. Really does. I don't know. I'm going to get another quarterback. 
and it's all going to be good because I think I'm going to have to get one right now. They may start flying off the board, and I know exactly who you're going to take. Let's hear it. You taking Deshaun? Yeah. Boom. Deshaun Watson. Oh, no. James Conner goes before I can grab him. Dang it. We go James Conner. Can I, can I just give a little – I'm going to give a little Deshaun Watson. I know yeah. I talked about it yeah, sure. not too long ago. But uh, when you're – I'm getting him is, let's see here, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. He's the 14th quarterback off the board. That's that's good value right there. I think Definitely. he's top 10. I think I would take him above Kirk Cousins. Like, come on. Come on. You watch these guys play? Come on. All right, so you listed off who went before you. Ooh, TJ Hawkinson also went before you. I wasn't taking Hawk. It was Uh, Watson, James Conner, Travis Etienne, Tyler Lockett, Kenneth Walker, and TJ Hawkinson. A lot of quarterbacks left right now. I'm not going to be going quarterback. Yep. I. (sighs) Why did Richard Lair's a top ranked running back? I know that interests you. Nope. This is. There's Chris Godwin sitting there. He's questionable. Let's see. Let's actually see what they got to say. I'll let you think about your pick. I looked, and it's just talking about his extension. This is what it is for me. It's between Godwin because Godwin's a very good wide receiver. Oh, there's some icon value. Garrett Wilson, I mean, I think he's going to the Packers. And if he actually does go to the Packers, give me some Garrett Wilson. And – who I really, really want to take, but I just don't feel comfortable with it yet. It's it's ah, oh, it's Michael Pittman, and it's Allen Robinson, it's Michael Thomas, Hunter Renfro. There's so many good wide receivers right here, but I just have to make a pick. And fifteen seconds. I think I'm gonna go Pittman here. I don't really like it, but I think that he's very good wide receiver, and I think I that Matt personally Ryan, don't agree, but I think some of these guys will get back to you. We go Godwin Spiller. C.H. Ayuk, Amonra, and Hunter Renfro. And you know, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I just made that post on Allen Robinson being a value. I think he is a value. And I don't have to worry about my wide receivers anymore because I have C.D. Lamb, Stephon Diggs, Michael Pittman, and Allen Robinson now. And I know that you, I know you, mm, you are going to take, you're going to take Michael Rout. Who are you going to take? I was eyeing on Brandon Cooks. Okay. I was going to say the two guys you were looking at were Michael Thomas and Brandon Cooks. Yeah, you weren't wrong. And the guy below him was Elijah Moore. Yeah, I guess. Oof. Brandon Cooks, Garrett Wilson, Devontae Smith, Drake London, A.J. Dillon. Elijah Moore's still there, bro. He is. He's going to be there at the turn. He may be. He may be. All right, the guys that Jake's looking at right now, he's got a boatload of quarterbacks. Ryan Tannehill, Derek Carr, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, Tua. Um, running backs, Miles Sanders, Michael Carter, Tony Pollard. Eh. And then at wide receiver, we got Hollywood, Michael Thomas, Elijah Moore, Claypool. If you're looking at tight end, Dal- Dalton Schultz is there. Mike Gesicki's there. I-, I I was just eyeing up Dalton Schultz. This, this, I would probably trade out of here too. I like I would trade out of here and try to get a pick probably 15 picks later because I like a lot more value there than what's being given to me here. Okay. Okay. But this is why you do mocks right here because in the middle of your draft, you don't want to be thinking this when you're playing oh, you the clock. Cannot but... be, you cannot be tilting as hard as we are tilting right now because you're yeah, I, not. You're I'm not driving a ball right now. Here. 
I told you I'm going to take my shots. I'll I'll take a shot on Michael Thomas. Of course, Michael Carter goes as the next guy. That is unf- and of course Elijah Moore does not get back to me. Dang, <laughs> I'm out here saying get shots. Body. These guys are getting back to me. There was one guy who did get back to me. That's a tight end three from last year, Dalton Schultz. I will do. I will do that. I need the safety net right there because I just took a shot and I missed out on the other guys. So. Ooh, and Mooney goes right before me. After he's Schultz, getting, we got Chase right Claypool, draft. Der- sorry, draft. Derek Carr, Mike Williams, and Darnell Mooney. I feel like the AI has been upgraded, man. Last time we were getting all these steals, and I mean Leonard Fournette was still there, but after that, like they're they're playing hardball with us right now. Yeah, this is this is weird for me because this is not a team that I normally have. No, I, you you need a second running back right now. Anyone, anyone bad, two quarterbacks, yeah. four wide receivers, and I got Fournette. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I. So here's here's my mindset. Kareem Hunt's there. We know what we have in Kareem Hunt. The offense is going to be better with Deshaun Watson. He could be a very good RB two here. Rashad Penny, I think. I mean, last year he looked. Down the stretch, if you had Rashad Penny, you probably won your league just because of how well he played. But I, I think that that offense is probably set sail on how well it did last year. It's pretty much just been Russ leading the team with a terrible offensive line. Um. Hey, other than that, I'm not a big Tony Pollard guy right now. I know the upside with Zeke being injured. He's not injured now, but just his injury history. I'm just kind of talking myself into Kareem Hunt here. You know what you're going to get, but you're not very excited about it. I'm going to take Kareem Hunt. And, you know, That's the perfect I, way to put it. Yeah, of course, I mean, Thielen. Thielen, Pollard, Singletary, Fields, Judy, T-Law. I'm surprised there haven't been any Denver wide receivers taken until Jerry Judy here. Uh, it's probably just been the ADP catching up. I really shouldn't check that out. Here we go. Uh, yeah, yeah. This has just been a hard draft for me all around. I've done one, and I was terrible. Jake won that league last year, so I'm sure he's. Oh, you're about to mentioning Rashad Penny, so I was, I was about to shout him out, but I'll shout him out now. For sure, the boy Rashad Penny, thirty point bomb in the <laughs> championship week. Appreciate what I'm it. saying, if you had Rashad Penny, you probably won. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do I do? What do I do, Jacob? I know exactly what I'm doing, and I'm. Confident I'm going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you are. Here we go. We could we could go. We could go Julio. Oh, we are not going Julio. No, no chance. Yes, we're um, not on a team. Yeah, where's that guy going? Yeah, no kidding. Um, Robert Woods. I'm looking at Chris Olave, Tyler Boyd, Rashad Penny. Melvin Gordon's still there. Melvin Gordon is still there, but he's not on a team. And I'm hoping he doesn't sign with Denver, but I'm sure that he maybe, will. Maybe take a, he won't, take a he won't handcuff. Hope, hope maybe Madison can play four games for you. I, I'm not a big there. handcuff guy in the draft. I think it's more important for you to pick up your handcuffs for your for your running backs late down the stretch. But I've never been a guy, at it least the last the, couple of years. It limits the upside, but it adds safety. Sure. So if you pick up I'm going, someone else's handcuff, you get two. I'm right, going to make a right here. And I want to explain why. I think that this offense is a lot better now that they have Tyreek. They're going to open it up. Oh, I really wanted to take Tua with my next pick, too. I I really like Tua this year, actually. He's not a big rusher, but he's a very accurate quarterback. And now that he has the weapons that can make him good, 
I think that we could see a sneaky QB12, QB8, Tua this year. It's it's very interesting to me. I think that everybody gets an upgrade now that Tua is there, except for Jalen Waddle. I mean, now that Tyreek is there, my bad. It's just it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of nobody's gonna believe it until they see it. But I it's gonna be Tua's gonna get credit for a lot of yak yards. That's how I feel about for it for sure. And the yak yards count just they as count. much as the air yards. They do. So. But, uh, Here we go. After that, we go Mac Jones, Tua Tagovailoa. Rashad Penny does go. I should have probably taken him, but I do like Gasicki. Malik Willis, Robert Woods. Jacob is on the clock. So the plan came through. I've been eyeing up Cordell Patterson. He's still going to be the guy in that offense. He's going to be my third running back. Actually, he's going to be my second flex option. And, I mean, looking at the value that he's around, he's around Julio Jones, Rashad Bateman. Um, Kadarius Tooney, uh, it's like guys like DJ Chark, where it's like DJ Chark's pretty nice, actually. I'm not going to talk bad about him. But with Cordero, it's like he was so good last year. If he can give you a little bit, if he can give you 70% of what he gave you last year, he's going to return value as your your fourth flex. And Definitely. it's another kind of stab here. I, don't know, I went safe, stab, safe, and now it's time for me to stab. So Cordero. After Cordero, it's Zach Wilson, Matt Ryan, Dawson Knox, Chris Olave. That works out. There's at the 112, Calvin Ridley's left. Wow, that's insane value. Calvin um, Ridley's been suspended for the year, but it was yeah, I was I was not being serious there. Oh, okay, okay. Just like, for the listeners, just for the listeners. I was hoping you would catch on. Yeah, well, I'm pretty I'm pretty slow, so. Oh wow! Holy Shinoli. Holy shinoli, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Tom Brady is still on the board. Um, I'll no be way. going him. That That is huge. That is absolutely insane. Okay, for as much as we've been plugging Sleeper, what is this ADP? Yeah, that Why that is Tom Brady at the 10.3? I would have taken him at the 6.3 instead of Robert Watson. I would have taken him probably a couple rounds higher. This is what happens when when it's April. Pat Fryermuth, Calvin Ridley, Tyler Higby, Tyler Boyd. Noah Fant. Ooh, what does Nolan do? I'm going Cortland Sutton here. Yeah, there's a Den- I was just going to say, there's a Denver receiver there, you know. Kind of Definitely. plug yourself. If Gabe Cortland Davis gets back to you, I feel like you're taking Gabe. He does not. I was not. Grant. Gabe, ah, Gabe Davis. I was hoping Grant would get back to me. Let's just not talk about Gabe Davis though. for a couple minutes. I think, that, I think that his value has kind of been deflated. And I think that it's for good reason. I also have Stefan Diggs on this team, so I wasn't trying to stack them. But I think he's he's just caught too many touchdowns in the games that he's played where even his like averages have been kind of inflated because if he gets that full time role, I feel like those touchdowns are like they're still they're gonna remain the same. They're not gonna follow with more playing time. They're not gonna go up the graph with more playing time. But definitely he's he's a nice player, but that Matt and Jameson Crowder really deflates his value, and the hype season for him is probably, probably not going to happen. So at the eleven point four here, we have three picks left, and with these next three picks, I'm going to be taking two running backs and a quarterback. Not to not to give you my strategy, I would I mean, be doing the same thing. I need to get deeper with my running backs, and I need another quarterback for bye weeks with Burrow and Lance. And if they get injured, hopefully they don't. But it's part of football. I'm going Chase Edmonds here, Miami. Miami brought him in. He's an experienced running back, and I think that this offense is going to be good. I 
thought the same thing. That is what I thought when I drafted Mike Isicki. And I think Chase Edmonds is – I think he's a very good running back. I just don't know if his fantasy value is going to be there. But with the 11th pick, I'm definitely willing to take him. Um, so, not to I'm give not, you my strategy, I'm going to need wide receivers and running backs. You can continue. I'm still going to decide. Okay, okay. Um, you know, it's just – it's just uh, Chase Edmonds has been so – dependent on other running backs I feel to be good however when you don't have to rely on him for weekly scoring like I won't be I've drafted five wide receivers ahead of him I'm going to be running wide receivers out of my flex all year hopefully Chase Edmonds is definitely that dart throw that could be a league winner type I feel personally but at the same time he could be somebody who's riding your bench by week four um, because he's being cannibalized by the other running backs like Mostert and who else did I have? Gaskin in the in the offense. We got Jameson Williams, Odell Beckham Jr., Chris Carson, Rashad Bateman, Julio. Two of those guys don't have a team. Um, can I ask you a question? Hey, you can ask me anything. Since how long has DJ Chark been on the Lions? Well, since we brought it up on Sleeper about three weeks ago, I'd say it's been three weeks. I would say that has dropped my mind. I was just looking at it. I'm like, DJ Chark, <laughs> that's pretty good. Oh, All right, never mind. So I'm actually be taking the, uh, is it 72 or $84 million oh, man, Christian Kirk. Oh, gracious. I found who I want, and he's not going to get back to me. Please, Lord. Oh, Christian Kirk. Want... Go on, Jay Cook. Oh, no, 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 no. No, sir. Christian Kirk, Zach Ertz, Kyron Williams, DJ Chark, James Cook. Speaking of, yeah, yeah, he was he was not getting back to you. Who are you going? Um, I'll probably go. I do have CMC, so I I'm gonna have to go Chuba here. I That's would a rather take a high upside you running back. Even though I said I James, even though I said I don't like. Even though I said I don't – oh, he got back to me. Beautiful. Even though I said I don't like taking handcuffs, I think that it's almost a need to take the Christian McCaffrey handcuffs. For him. You have him. Yeah, I agree. Um, we go after that. After Chuba Hubbard, we go Daryl Henderson, Ramondre Stevenson. Ramondre, I like in the 12th round. Jahan Dotson, Hunter Henry, Kadarius Tony, And I'll be taking Michael Gallup. I know that he's going to be injured to start the year, mm, but they paid him a lot of money. Pick. And I do have CD, but – the 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 value at in the twelfth round getting Michael Gallup I think is just so nice. That just takes my two running backs and quarterback out the window, but I don't really care. Jarvis Landry, Cole Komet, Rashad White, Irv Smith. I do like Irv Smith in the last round. I think he's got a lot of upside. I have him on my dynasty team. Um I think he's gonna be better than Tyler Conklin was last year. He's a way better athlete. Alexander Madison catch, yeah. Definitely Ronald Jones. And with my last pick, I'm going to be taking a quarterback. And I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. We talked about him last week. Davis Mills is on the squad with the last pick. Of the That's a nice game. pick. I was lucky eyeing him up. But I, I already have three quarterbacks. So <clears throat> I can't go quarterback here exactly, even though Russell Gage is pretty tempting. Kenneth Gainwell, David Bell, Logan Thomas, George Pickens. Jacob is on the clock. Pick. So I said I was going to go two receivers and a running back. But you like are still lacking, but ah, there's just not a running back here that I like, really. That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to waste a pick on somebody who is going to be on 
He's going to be on the waiver wire in a couple of weeks. Um, I, I guess I wouldn't with... drop these guys, but it's just like, you know, last round I'd love to, I'd love to I do reach like for the ceiling. I think that Gus Edwards has value. but He does. That's In a I league, go with this pick personally. I just – our wide receivers also need help. It, taking three quarterbacks does kind of suck, and I took two of them. I took you just three need qu- to in this format. There, none of them are going to be on the yeah. waiver wire. But, like I was saying, I love to reach for the stars, and if you're taking Kenny Galladay in the last rounds of your fantasy draft, he, again, he could be oh, a goodness. guy that oh, – he could be a guy who turns back the clock like a year and a half when he's healthy. And he's a, he's a beast. Like, when he's healthy and he's getting the ball, he's a beast. There's upside, but he could end up on the waiver wire. But let's be real. There's going to be a value on the waiver wire. You're going to need guys to drop. And there's nothing better to drop than a, a dud. Denny a Galladay boss. has been drafted as the guy to drop. I like that. This draft has ended. Good luck to every team. <laughs> you, know, you know, there is new head coach and there is new GM in – New in New York, I think. I heard their I heard their head coach loves to throw the ball too. You know what, Kenny? They they pay him a bag. I could see it. It's a it's it's a fine value pick, but I just I think that's so funny. He's the, he's the player to drop. Um, I'm gonna go over my team really quick. At quarterback, I got Joe Burrow and Trey Lance. Running back, this is my starting lineup. Running backs are Leonard Fournette and Kareem Hunt. Wide receivers are C.D. Lamb, Stephon Diggs, Michael Pittman, and Allen Robinson. Tight end is Mike Kosicki on the bench. We are riding with Cortland Sutton, Chase Edmonds, Michael Gallup, and Davis Mills. What do you got, Jake? I'll list my three quarterbacks because I don't even know who I'm starting week one. I'm starting matchups here with these three. Stafford, Watson, and Tom Brady. That's killer. I mean, that is. Really that's, that should win you a couple weeks. I think the uh, mine have higher upside, but yours are just like – this. these are like blue chip stocks. Like you know what you're getting with these guys. Oh, yeah, and they're paying you dividends. Um, for sure. Two running backs, starting running backs: Austin Eckler, Christian McCaffrey. Um, the two starting receivers: Mike Evans, DJ Moore. At the flex: Michael Thomas, Cordell Patterson. On the bench: Christian Kirk, Chuba Hubbard, and unless there's a really good free agent, um, Kenny Galladay will remain <laughs> on there as well. I'm not. I don't mean to. I'm actually going to. And at tight end, you got Dalton Schultz. Oh, Dalton so Schultz, yeah. For the boys. But I actually, I did trade for Kenny Galladay before our sleep or our. Uh, league dynasty drop day because like i just i, th- I think there's value there you, you're you're not going to find a fair, good fair, football fair. player lower than kenny galladay is right now i i so. cannot i cannot disagree with you because we've seen such great things from kenny galladay it's just not a good organization but as we've as we said new head coach new gm a lot of stuff could happen i i don't i don't dislike the pick all right well Definitely. Is that is that it for tonight? Yeah, that was, it is. That was uh, complete the episode. Well, guys, this has been a this has been a good time. I I hope that you guys vote on our poll, telling us if you what was that poll, Jake? If you like drafting, if you like taking risks on injured players or not. In there you drafts. go. Also, vote on our Instagram post just to say, hey, Nolan had the better team because he did. Yeah, I agree. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not uh, gonna lie. I, I, I again, I like my team better, but again, I drafted it. So, we'll leave yeah, that I, to the people. We are I like both people. of our teams. I like both of our teams a lot. Let's uh, let's wrap this one up here. 
boys, ladies, we love you. Thank you for listening to us. Comment on our posts. Just get interactive. We we love talking to you guys. Um, can't wait to talk to you next Tuesday. Thank you, guys. Have a great night. Peace.